Welcome to our second Proximity podcast. In this edition and next, we have two discussions initiated by Jacob Lehrer with the facilitators of the third Australian West Coast Intensive, or AWCI, held in Perth in early February. The first of these discussions was with Alejandro Rolandi from Sydney and took place on the second last day of the intensive. Their conversation, primarily within the scope of teaching contact improvisation, encompasses topics such as the use of language and metaphor, engaging the imagination, and matters of intimacy. And, in the final part of the episode, we get to hear from Alejandro about love, of and within the form of CI. We hope you enjoy. Hello, this is uh, Jacob. I'm sitting here with Alejandro Rolandi. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we've been discussing many things. And Ali was just talking about teaching and the use of language whilst teaching. Um, Ali, as a native Spanish speaker, mm. um, before you were talking about the difficulties that you had and sometimes have with English, mm. you don't have a problem with uh, concepts don't have a problem with uh, the imaginative um. no it's um I know what I'm trying to say just don't know how to say it <laughs> so when you say that do you can you see what you're talking about or it is is yeah I feel like um you know you can always break down things to simple concepts I guess um you know, walk, lean, give weight, um, but there is a lot more color to to, to, to to some of the things we do and, and details and um, sometimes when I want to use a metaphor, metaphor, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> this is a, um, it's when I, um, yeah, when I struggle because I feel like my ability to be poetic with the, with the imagery, it's very restricted um, in English. So it comes anyway, like it finds the way to filter us out because it's my passion to, to, to find a way of talking about these abstract things. Um, but when I listen to what I'm saying, it's very embarrassing because it doesn't sound very elegant <laughs> to me. People get used to my language, and they don't—they don't even correct me, or you know, I can't see whether what I'm saying it's okay or it's completely crap. They but just try to to understand. But getting constantly corrected would be annoying as it well. Would, it would be. Yeah. But once you uh, make yourself understood, you are forever stuck into that level because uh, no one corrects you anymore and yeah. that's great you know I understand what you mean I know you're saying it wrong but so there is no need to interrupt you that's what's happened to me no one interrupts me anymore so well I'll interrupt you right now yeah great and, <laughs> and ask you um, to talk a little bit more about um, poetry and teaching before you said yeah you know what 
it seemed to me you were talking about the frustration of not being able to be poetic in your teaching. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit maybe about the uh, importance or the relevance of poetry whilst in your teaching? Um, I um, I think I'm, yeah, I end up being a lot more te- technical than what I would like to be, although I love the technical aspects of my teaching because I feel um, unable to express uh, the sensations uh, that um, that I'm experiencing and uh, and uh, I, I struggle to, to, to really um, trigger the imagination of, of the people to to pay attention to those areas uh, that I'm talking about, or that I want to make a, 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 a I want to put emphasis. Um, There's something interesting in there for me about um, when you talk technically with someone, mm. you can uh, link into their cognitive or their thinking process. Yeah. But one of the points you made was using poetry you can engage them their imagination yeah and uh, as a teacher why why would engaging their imagination be important um, I think it's because uh, ultimately each body is different everyone is different and and uh, that last part of uh, of the process of understanding how something works, even something really technical, uh, needs to be um, that gap needs to be filled up by their own curiosity, their own uh, willingness to explore whatever technique you know, or or sensation or uh, we are trying to describe. So when when you can. Uh, bring imagery and poetry to to the technical uh, aspects of, of the of the teaching um, you involve the student to uh, to go beyond I think the, the technical part of, of the exercise and you do you, what what is the well, two questions in one yeah do you notice a difference when people have their imaginations engaged and when they don't have their imaginations engaged and two um, I've forgotten I've forgotten the second one but in answering that one um, I think it, it shows uh, oh, what is what is the difference yes like can you notice it and what if you can notice it what what, what are you noticing I think it has to do with this idea that nothing is right or wrong in conducting improvisation and um, when they cannot engage the imagination, um, <clears throat> they get really concerned about the right or the wrong, and um, and people really struggle with understanding um, exactly what you mean. When when you engage the imagination in a way, it becomes more obvious that um, you cannot tell them what you mean. Uh, they can only find that out, and and uh, and and, it, and that's the journey, I guess. You know, nothing more fascinating for a teacher. 
and when when a student actually discovers something because of they their own struggle um, for me that's very important if i can uh, um, if i can uh, provide the medium for them to become aware or to realize or to discover um, how something works that that's great and I, I don't want the credit of them having learned something I want them to learn something so when they do that uh, by themselves um, I think it's the most valuable because uh, that really settles that has the potential of really changing their dance and um, uh, yeah, nothing I can say. You know, like you said, in a way, and affects one student understands what you mean, the other one doesn't. So the best for me is to actually wrap everyone into into a journey of imagination, you know, together with the technical foundations, um, and let them discover what 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 I mean. been asking Ali about um, a couple of exercises that he presented at AWCI this year which involved close contact with the pelvis between partners. I'd like to ask Ali um, when you're teaching um, contact between the pelvises and you're in a room with um, students who might not know you, mm. um, you s you've said that you follow your intuition mm. um, and sometimes you'll explain and sometimes you won't explain and sometimes yeah. you'll just throw people in the deep end and get them to, to put pelvis on pelvis and I'd like you to describe when you discovered that you didn't have to associate sex or sexuality with yeah. your pelvis and you were able to see it as just another um, part of the body and, yeah. and surface. Um, you know, as I was hearing you asking me this question, I was thinking of something else. I'm going to maybe branch out a little bit because um, in a way, what we feel now when we have to dance with our pelvis, a lot of people feel it. Uh, just with contact, with the touch, with rolling the point of contact around the waistline, you know, and on the hips. That is strong enough um, for, for, for many people, it's stronger than what we were feeling the other day in the workshop. And, um, and it made me think of um, my own personal history with, with the form and how when I started to learn contact, um, it was very sexual for me. It, it had a strong um, emotional content. Um, I, uh, I guess, coming from a culture where you know, it's we have this tendency to passion and uh, and touch is not so um, unusual uh, between between people. So you know, you kind of go for it. But but I think also my teachers were not good enough. Um, it took me years to understand this, to um, to make us understand that the, the, the main, uh, the most interesting romance, romance is that a word? Romance, yeah. like with the with the, with the form that that you can have is 
is with with the dance itself, with with the physical laws that you are dancing with. You know, fall in love with gravity, with with understanding, fall in love with momentum, with inertia, because uh, nothing is more genuine than that. Than that. The, the sensations you sometimes experiment when you are dancing in contact with a person of the opposite sex or, or even of the same sex, um, sometimes are so in your head, it's not, they don't represent what's really happening, what the other person is feeling. We get caught into our own cultural formation and you know, it's 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 all stuff that has been put into us through television, through um, taboos, um, and he, yeah. So my teachers never told me about that, and I spent quite a, a few years dancing contact, getting really messed up in the head because uh, I would fall in love every now and then with with a girl dancing contact. I mean, every class, I guess, and. Um, and go home all fucked up. I couldn't really disconnect. Um, eventually, on my journey, I understood that um, that you can't dance those emotions. You, those emotions could be a byproduct of your dance. That that's okay, but they are not the dance. Uh, and I learned to to pass into my students from the very beginning uh, um, this idea that what you're doing is dancing with with momentum, with energy, with with uh, with forces that. Are part of this world, uh, but no one explained that to us. We were thrown into this world. Okay, just move, and no one told us that the same inertia, you know, that is happening to that car that you have to struggle to push. It's happening to your body every time you walk. Um, so when I had to teach um, stuff related to to the pelvis or, or areas that I really value that because. Um, I think a lot of mobility coming from having that freedom of connecting the centers so so closely. Um, what I try to do is to quickly put emphasis onto the possibilities of engagement, the, and I, I got really technical, you know, like um, like if I try not to let people uh, think anything else for for a while, I kind of try to move fast, trusting that. If we get to the point before they have time to actually fantasize with the whole sexual thing, they're gonna understand where I'm coming from. And uh, and once that happens, most people see it. Most people understand. Oh, there is a fascinating game happening here. Um, it is then that I sometimes make a reference. You know, like uh, you know, have you noticed that you know what we are dancing and it's cool and and of course, in the background or parallel to this is this sensation of, oh, what am I doing? But it's about emphasis. You can learn not to put, not to pay attention to that and enjoy the, the, the new freedom that you dance acquire or, or the new pathways. Um, because um, you, the same thing can happen to you just by touching another person. And, you know, a lot of beginners have that problem. So really it's, it's a constant modification of what is, um, what really is intimacy. Uh, uh, and for me, through contact, we learn to transform the concept of intimacy from proximity, which that's for normal people, into intention.
with me when I'm intimate with my partner it's no longer a proximity that's a consequence of my intimacy intimacy is the intention that we have uh, because I can have a lot of proximity with a person that is my friend or someone I don't know and don't feel intimacy it's just proximity um, so yeah that's how I approach it so the next question I'd like to ask is mm. that you one of the reoccurring themes in your teaching mm. is love mm. like you use the word love freely um, as a person as Alejandro you use the word love freely you yeah. are quite happy and easy to tell people that you love them you're yeah. quite happy to encourage people to love the dance love the form love whatever you're talking about the enthusiasm um, so now you can tell us um, what do you mean when you say love <laughs> if it's not know. proximity and it's not intention and it's not intimacy what is this thing called love that you're encouraging us all to dance with or to use or to think about or to um, tune in with? Um, yeah, love. Um, that's uh, I need the poetry <laughs> for that. that I <laughs> you know, it's uh, so hard to talk about that. That's why poetry was created because uh, if people talk about it, you just explain it. You don't need poetry, no? Poetry doesn't explain anything. Is I, I guess that you could read a poem about love, and if you have never felt it, you probably wouldn't understand what it's talking about. Uh, in a way, a poem will uh, try to, uh, to trigger in your in your in your memory, in your imagination, that emotion that you once felt. Um, and, but without you feeling that first, you know, what, what is love? Um, love for me is, um, when I talk in, in, in the form, is, um, I guess it's just um, abandoning yourself to something um, without. Um, without restrictions you know you you can uh, there's so many good things in this life and uh, all of them or most of them um, they have a you know a, a bad side or, or in the wrong proportion they are they're wrong you know and or they they they, they can be dangerous you know you love carrots and you think like oh, carrots are uh, a great healthy food, and then you read an article that says you know that if you eat you know more than thirty carrots a day, you get you know poisoned with beta carotene or whatever. <laughs> Every, it happens to me all the time. Every time I find this food, and it's, oh, this is great! I can actually go super indulgent into this. And someone will come and tell me, no, no, but I read that if you eat three kilos of that shit, you die. And I said, oh, God. so. You know, when with, with the with the dance for me it was the same thing. You know, the emotion didn't work. So uh, putting the emphasis on the emotion was was not right. When when I realized that I can actually uh, become as fascinated as I want with inertia, with momentum, with the communication that is happening 
with my body when I dance with the body of my partner and I can abandon myself to that sensation uh, without concerns um, I I call that love because it's, it's fantastic it's not um, I don't see the danger of, uh, of really uh, becoming overpassionate about uh, understanding or trying to understand uh, this this crazy um, reality we live in, you know, this all these physical laws and all that, they are so arbitrary. I have a little bit of phys uh, formation in, in, in physics because I study uh, electronic engineering for a while and uh, I remember my, my, my teachers of physics, they were uh, they were crazy, they were, the more they knew, the more they resemble uh, for me a philosopher or, 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 a, or a shaman because uh, at, at that very level when you go really high into trying to understand the physics you realize that there is no explanation for anything it's like believing in God you know and that's why they call gravity a principle and, and then there is laws that explain how it works but no one can explain why that exists it's just a principle they reach a dead end road and they call it a principle so we depart from this. Gravity exists. Now, why things go down, no one knows. But you know, that's that's fine. It's it's so arbitrary. It's like you know, why things want to stay in this in the same state they are. You know, if they're still, they want to remain still. If they're moving, they want to go moving. Well, again, no one knows that so let's call it the principle of inertia and it works like this and we can predict it but why well, just deal with it mate it's part of this reality mm. okay <laughs> so for me it's uh, fantastic that i can really go into try to understand all this and um, i'm not gonna intoxicate myself and <laughs> that's love <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this edition of Proximity Podcasts. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any feedback, our email address is proximity at slightly.net. Until next time, enjoy the dance.